What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haber Better Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Sherry's Berries, John. Just go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Go to the microphone, top right corner, promo code HAM. And Hair Club. Hairclub.com slash ham. Go sign up today. Now to the seg, Mint. So Warriors game three, game four, uh, Monday. We uh, we talked about game three the other night. I thought this was the game they were most likely to lose left, but I did think they were going to win. You thought they were going to lose or that they it was likely they would lose. I don't know. If, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, but Well, I, I just think when you factor in Houston's a really good team, usually game three, right, the home team yeah. should win. I thought if they won game three, they just they might not lose another game the rest of the postseason. Uh, I thought the last 30 seconds, the Steph missed dunk to the call off the dogs, don't foul anybody, let the game end. If you're a Rockets fan and were in that building, that looked like a religious experience for them. And it was kind of – I thought it was kind of – just the whole thing was – I don't want to say embarrassing, but it was just kind of, if you're a turtle, you put your head back in your shell on that one. The blown dunk, I don't think anybody could have blown a dunk and that would have given Rockets fans more joy than seeing Steph blow a dunk. The story of the game was Kevin, was that Steph. How much, how much Steph time was that, good, like 25 seconds? Yeah, like, yeah. So we're in that to range. me, so you get a dunk, then you foul, let's just say they miss a couple free throws, fucking the Warriors hit threes. Yeah, but they right? didn't get the dunk, and then they didn't foul, and it was a five-point game, but yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, they kind of just quit on the game when it right. really— it was just kind of—it was just—it was, ugh. I was just like, oh, that's, ugh. Yeah, it was stinky. It they, was stinky. You know what's crazy is Steph, you're right, has been really bad. The one conversation that it really—I don't—it doesn't bother me, <clears> but I, I see it a lot on Twitter. Like, why is he not held to the same standards— as LeBron and Harden, because I think a lot of these other players that when they shit the bed, James, for example, Chris, definitely LeBron, but that's just when you're the best of the best, you just are talked about a lot. Why doesn't he get crushed for shitty performances? I'm like, I think he kind of does. People just say he's bad. I agree with you. But Mostly. also, like, well, okay, like he he shot seven of twenty three. Hey, why is he not making shots? Uh, well, like, how, how do you continue the conversation? Like, is he not clutch? We know he is. It, it, can he shoot in pressure? We know he can. 
He just played like crap. He's been terrible. As Marcus Thompson, who covers him slash is his friend, tweeted last night, this might be the worst game of his career. Mm. And I would imagine some young, like some box scores, you know, his rookie in a second year would probably, where he didn't score 17 points, but I would say it's probably the worst game of his career since he's become a really well, good player. Well, because he missed, what, six layups, five of them right hand, five of them without the, that he wasn't using the injured hand to miss five of the six layups that he blew, um, or like inside the restricted area shots. I mean, he missed a bunch point blank. Was just bad. The defensive, the the weird rotation on Austin Rivers, where he like bailed on Austin and pointed to Draymond to go get him, but then rotated to no one, and then Austin hit the shot. I I, I do think it's fair to say that even though his stats are really good and historically in the playoffs, right? Even though you're like, oh, he's not even that good in the finals. Though so he's averaged like in this five finals, like twenty seven points. Feels like he averages twelve. Like he's scoring. Is that physical play? when they're not blowing the whistle a lot in the playoffs does kind of throw him off a little bit. Like he's not as free spirited, just dominator, right? Like Kevin, there's nothing really you can do to stop Kevin. Like I, you watch Kawhi today. He looked like a fucking robot sent from basketball heaven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I think, I do think for his greatest stuff is, and he's probably going to go down as a second greatest point guard ever, just in terms of resume, right? He's going to have all these championships, he's got a couple MVPs. Like, I just don't even know who else. The only other argument would be, like, Isaiah Thomas. But Isaiah Thomas, he's going to have more championships. And I, I don't even know if Isaiah ever won an MVP. Now, you'd probably, like, an Isaiah truther would be like, well, he did play in the league during Magic and, Mur- or Magic and Bird's era, right? And even as Michael kind of came on. Like, it, was, it was hard to win MVPs in like from, like, 85 to 92. Uh, but I, if you had to pick a big playoff game, like, there are probably four or five guys in the NBA I would pick before Steph Curry in a playoff game, in a must-have big game that I knew was going to be officiated pretty physically. Like, that that would be the one knock on him, to me, historically, like, really kind of setting the board because we do this a lot in basketball. Like, Kawhi, you can fucking send an army at him. He's going to be able to dominate. Same with Kevin now. Same with LeBron. James, you know, different cup of tea. Even the Shaqs, the Duncans, right? There's just nothing you can do. Like, there is some, like... If you're allowed to play physical, it can mess with Steph. Just because he's not really – he doesn't really hang his hat on physicality, right? You, and they just let you play a little harder in the playoffs. Did you think the ball – did you think the ball – did it feel like the ball was moving in the fourth quarter yesterday, game Saturday night? Uh, I'm going to be pretty honest. I was really drunk by the okay. time that the fourth quarter came uh, going. Uh, I thought Draymond. I thought Draymond was – I mean, he's been awesome this whole playoffs. Yeah, well, he, he had a triple-double. He was great. Clay on defense was good. Iguodala hit two good. huge threes. How about the slow motion of the block? The double-handed Capella block oh, on Iguodala? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the highlight we saw 900 times. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it was just a play. play. If you just pull it up on Twitter, you just watch over and over. Well, like, especially because yeah, Iguodala, what did you say, was leading the postseason in dunks? Didn't you tell me that the other day? Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Can I, I – I mean this. Kevin Durant, I think, is going to win the MVP next year, um, wherever he's playing. Uh See the odds for the Knicks to win the NBA championship next year have like gone up dramatically. Really, here's his last. Here's this series plus the the last four games of the Clippers series: thirty eight points, thirty three points, forty five points, fifty points, thirty five points, twenty nine points, and then forty six points on Saturday night. Uh, I this goes back to the last podcast we talked about it, and then I, I read what Marcus wrote, and it does feel like Kevin is. 
it, it's taken till the end, but he's getting his his due now. And maybe part of this goes like with Steph, like if you don't really, if people don't think you're carrying the team from a point standpoint and you're one of these superstars, like it's taken Kevin just doing this, just do like, is he really any different than he's ever been? No. But right now people, everyone's talking about him or it feels like most people are talking about him. Like he's the best player in the world today. Kevin Durant played 50 minutes. Jesus. Uh, and he scored almost yeah. a point a minute. <clears throat> to me, I, I think the best player in the world right now is really just a two-guy conversation with him and Kawhi. Uh, I mean, Kawhi, to me, looks like Kobe Bryant mixed with Scottie Pippen. He looks incredible right now. And so, can't same with Kevin. I think the knock people would say, Kevin, like, well, his team's incredible. Now, I'd go, well, since Kevin's become a an all-world player probably these last five, six years, his teams have been really good. Like, usually good players, like elite players, have good teams. Kawhi's team's good. Embiid's team's good. Like, all these teams are good. So, yeah, you play with good players. Like, I've seen him. He, the year he won the MVP, remember, it was the year, like, Russell went down, and he just got to do this all the time. I, I just don't know. To me, if he, you think he's going to win the MVP, my rebuttal would be, like, it's clear Steph's never going to win an MVP again. See, I Probably, don't know about that. Once Kevin leaves, he, he could have his shot. I don't. I'm not writing Steph off. I think it'd be hard. I'm with you. I think yeah, it's gonna be okay, hard because he's already got two. But to me, you'd have to you'd have to describe Kevin's situation. Like who else is on the Knicks? Does someone come with him? Zion. Like, yeah. yeah. No. But that's... like Kevin, you know, Kevin by himself, even with Zion averaging 38 a game, and they get like the six seed. Is that an MVP? You're, you're right. It's at this point, I'm just throwing out a prediction, but it's not educated enough when I don't know where. No, the I know. Well, I'm just trying. In. I think there's like three or four guys that are just going to be in the mix. I just think we, what happens a lot is we like anoint the next guys. Like Giannis is getting his next, right? But then I, I think a lot of times what happens is the post. You watched him the other are, night. He looked fucking incredible. Yeah, so it, he might be. He might be next. But I think if Kevin keeps this up and they, if he keeps playing to some, not 46, but 35 and they win the title, I think we'll go into the offseason. By the time October, November rolls around, everyone's going to kind of agree that Kevin's the best player in the world. Now, I think LeBron's going to be a sneaky dark horse, too, and all that. But his team's got to be better. But well, yeah, he's got he, a lot. Yeah, LeBron's got a lot of rest. I, I, I do think I just the call one, LeBron a dark horse. <laughs> the one thing for Kevin that to me just thinking about it if he leaves make the MVP a little difficult is the entire conversation is just going to be about him leaving and then end the new place you know like yeah. when we talk about MVP he'll just be with a Nick like he'll be a Nick I, I that, just honestly guy that's going to be one of the craziest days in NBA history if he officially signs with the Knicks won't it like Kevin Durant just tweets like I'm going to the Knicks like, won't that be nuts especially because it'll be after the lottery like we'll know if the Knicks have the first pick right you're with me. You want them to get the first pick, right? If you know he's going up. Yes. Out. As badly as I've wanted anyone to get a first pick since the Cavs got the first pick LeBron's year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would be all for them cooking the books a little bit and freezing one of the envelopes. Isn't that what they did for Patrick Ewing? So, allegedly. Underrated, if you go back to Patrick Ewing, because I went down one of these deep dives like a month ago on YouTube, I was like, you know what? Because, oh, I was watching the Big East, the, the 30 for 30, and Patrick Ewing was just so unreal. And I think people, we just talk about Patrick Ewing. He's a pretty good center. If you go back and just watch him, like, early on in the Knicks, if he was in the NBA right now, he would dominate. He was so good. Who does his body remind you of? Yeah, they, they, no human exists. <laughs> like, he, like Embiid is big. 
it's just bigger. Now maybe he's out of shape. But he's, he's not as like Patrick was a little more was more. Oh, nimble. he could he could fucking fly. I, I just think it gets discounted. And I said this the other day, like in football, you go, yeah, like you put JJ Watt in the seventies, like there's weren't as many humans that big. Like you meet old NFL players, you can just run into Joe Montana or Ronnie Lott. Like they don't look just enormous. We've always said you meet an old NBA player from like the seventies or eighties, they look huge. You meet just some random guy like Horace Grant from the nineties. Motherfucker's the biggest guy in the room. Like, those guys in the 80s, you put them right now in basketball, and I don't think this can be – in baseball probably too because it's more skill-based, and I think guys were more skilled back then. But in basketball, like Jordan or Peak Magic or Bird would fucking dominate. And I think sometimes millennials – and I do this sometimes, but not with basketball. Like, oh, I couldn't do it in my day. Like, they would come and they would ball. Like, what would, like, Julius Irving do in the NBA right now, yeah. you know? Or – you meet because I've met Julius Irving. Well, I shook, shook his hand at a draft party a long time ago in Philly. He's huge, guy. He's massive. Like he doesn't. You go, oh, that's that's Dr. J. He's small. You never say that about when you meet an NBA player. Like you, you're like sitting in the green room with Doug Christie. You're like, this guy is massive. <laughs> there are rare cases, right? Like Bobby Jackson's small, but he's a he's an outlier. Even you meet Steph, you're like, God, he's a little taller than I thought. Right. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.